Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked, and we have come so far. I'm not exactly sure what episode this is, but it's definitely into the 70s. We're definitely way past the 20s for certain. Anyway, my guest today is the one and only Skatey P, a.k.a. Skatey Perry, a.k.a. Skatelyn Jenner, a.k.a. Skate God. Not Grind King, which I learned very recently. All right, if you are not familiar with the moniker Skate God, then you have not been listening to Alaska hip-hop for the last few years. Skate God has been an architect of the sound, and he has influenced others with, well, with what he's doing. And we'll kind of break down what it is he's doing and how he got to where he is uh, in our conversation. However, I got to be honest, man, this is really one of the most refreshing conversations that I've had uh, in a long time. We just kind of got the opportunity to get to know each other and rap nerd out. I got to ask someone who I've become a very quick fan of some of their thoughts and their ideas and their methods, and they gave me some great answers. So I'm very excited to share that with you. This is why you get involved in podcasting, so you can discover something cool and share it with other people. And... If you're involved or if you're interested in this sort of thing, well, this this is what you get to do. You get to meet the people that are interesting to you and, and get to expose some ideas. So this is why you do a podcast. And this is why you subscribe to a streaming service as well. As well. This is why you get onto Apple Music or you get onto Spotify Prime so you can get these entire records. Now, if you're an artist and you love putting out music, you also have SoundCloud, which is where you can find... Uh, all of his music as Skate God. You can find the Skateland record. You can also find the Skatey Perry beat tape, which I like. I'm a fan of the Skatey Perry mixtape. And so we kind of get into the Skatey Perry mixtape and how that came to be, as well as the art for it, which is priceless. All right. Cannot do this podcast without the support of some key players in my universe. All right, up first to bat, Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive in Soldatna. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, the Iron Asylum Gym AK. Dot com. They carry supplements from Redcon 1, and their supplements are more affordable than our local GNC. I was at Iron Asylum this morning. I go in the mornings with the zombie quad, uh, the zombie squad, and I think it sets the uh, the tone for the day to, to get shit done. So when I need a proper start, when I wake up in the morning, that's the first place that I go. Either I have a cup of coffee or I have a pre-workout, but I, I go there and I get my day started because I cannot let like the first thing I do in the morning be to quit and hit the snooze button and go back to sleep because then I know that the first decision that I made uh, during the morning was to quit before I got started and so that's why I go to Iron Asylum. All right, the number to call, 907-953-4720 for more information. Also, the Schnitzel Bomber, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, rated 5 out of 5 on Facebook. This week's special is the Half Pound Reuben with 2,000 island dressing. So they get an extra 1,000 islands in there, which is basically like a whole other universe of flavor. Uh, they also have Bavarian pretzels with a beer cheese sauce made by the Kenai River Brewery, and it is their Grateful Red uh, beer. Now, they didn't make the sauce. The, the sauce was made from Kenai River 
let me clarify. The schnitzel bomber, the schnitzel bomber made the beer cheese sauce. They made it with beer from the Kenai River Brewery. And that beer, ladies, gentlemen, and others, Grateful Red. All right, they also have a $10 Woke and Bake deal, and that deal is that if you mention the podcast and you give them 10 bucks, they will give you a human-sized portion of this week's special. There you go. So here's $10 Woke and Baked. Give me that $10 regular you know, size portion, the, the, the single human portion, because they give you a lot of food. If you're sharing with somebody, by all means, get the full-size special and mention the podcast because then, da-da-da-da, you get some free bread pudding. And if you're already sharing your food, then why not share the bread pudding too, all right? Yeah. If you got a significant other, you share with them. Yeah, why not? That way, you don't eat it all and go to sleep. You can eat half, share with your significant other, and uh, and keep going because they're they, they make sleep food. If you eat the full meal for lunch, you you might go to sleep. You might not make it back to work. However, da 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 da. If you you know just get the ten dollar woke and bake special, save yourself a little bit of scratch, and you don't go to bed. All right. Mention the podcast when you get there. Get all the love. All right, Red Run Cannabis Company also uh, support this podcast, and we are grateful for that. Red Run Cannabis Company is located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They're the makers of fine concentrates, cartridges, as well as Hashade. If you are not familiar with Hashade, it is a 50-milligram THC lemonade drink. Uh, they also make some other fine, fine products. They also carry products from your favorite cultivators, including Alaska Blooms and Warner Brothers, as well as products from Lady Grey and Fireweed Extracts. Be sure to check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for more information, as well as weed maps for regular stock updates. Also, I would like to thank 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, as well as shatter batter. They are also your exclusive home for the Woke and Bake t-shirts. If you're like, how do I get my hands on one of those Woke and Bake t-shirts that I saw on your Instagram, is the, uh, that's, that's where you go. Go to 5150 Vapes. They've got them. All right. Today's guest is my new favorite Alaskan rapper producer, Skatey P. Think of him as sort of like Diamond D of Digging in the Crates, but but not. But Skatey P. Someone else completely. He's not to be confused with Skateboard P, a.k.a. Pharrell Williams of the Neptunes. You can find Skatey P, the skate god, on SoundCloud. You can find him on iTunes. You can find him on Spotify. There are a lot of places you can go to find him. I would recommend those places so you can you know, get to the music first because that's really, really important. And then come back and check out the podcast. That's that's one way to do it. That's what I would... That's one way to do it. That's absolutely... There are a million ways to do it. There are a million ways to skin a cat. I'm not recommending that you skin your cat or your neighbor's cat or even skinning a cat necessarily, but it's just a, just a saying. Um, don't skin anyone's cat. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Skatey P. Whoa. 
How's it going, man? Thank you, thank you for putting me on this, bro. Man, thank you so much. Thank you so much for for picking up. Thank you so much for well, thank you so oh, much yeah, for what you're doing. First off, this, this is this is local. This is Alaska. All right, so let me get straight through. I am on the phone right now with the un, the only. Well, let's start off. Skate God. Uh, oh yeah. I, for a little while, I, I kept fucking up and thinking it was Grind King for the minute. Like I threw it in my brain. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, let's let's get in. Skatey P, how, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, Skatey Face or you know, Skatey P short for Skatey Pay or you Skatelin Jenner, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know. So. So how did you, um, uh, I'm assuming you skate to begin with, like that was oh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I grew up skateboarding, uh, and I, I grew up skateboarding in Anchorage, um, Borderline, you know, Borderline had a park back in the day called Endo. It was in, uh, it was in, it was in Midtown, up at Spinard, and, um, man, I, I, like, grew up there, like, my parents gave me month passes to Endo, and I was around all the, you know, OG Borderline skaters, like, Brent Tumbleson and Adrian Williams, and all the man way back then like it was crazy but that's that's where it all started well how did you uh, get started uh in hip-hop how did you make the transition from fan to artist so this is how it happened so when i was in high school um i had a huge growth spurt i wasn't always tall i'm like six four now but i was like regular height and um i was snowboarding and skateboarding a lot so I was putting a lot of impact on my knees while I was growing. And I ended up really messing up my knees really bad. I think they called it like Osgood slotting. And um, I had to take some time off from skating. I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I had to stay in the house. I was playing like I was playing a lot of like computer games like Counter Strike and all that stuff. And um, and I my little brother, Darius, you know, he's a local artist out here too. He was making beats and he was rapping and he was doing all that in high school. And Wait, I, 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 I have to stop you. Darius is your brother? Yeah, that's my little brother, like blood. Oh, yeah. Oh. A lot of people don't know that too, which is weird. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. All right, so, so, so Darius introduced yeah, so, when, so when I was off of skateboarding because my knees were fucked up, he taught me how to make beats. I asked him one day, I was like, bro, like, what are you using? Like, he, he downloaded Fruity Loops on my computer. We got, like, the freestyle. And he taught me how to use it. And, man, from there, that I just started making music. And that's where, like, Skate God came to place because I was, like, I was never a musician. I was more of a skater. But, um, but yeah, we were listening to, like, a lot of, like, bass, you know, type rap and shit. So we just, you know, Skate God is where it, where it, where it started. So were you using uh, like Audacity, Cool Edit Pro uh, for your sampling, or um, no? Everything, how were you... was, everything was straight through FL Studio. Okay. They got a plugin. They got a plugin on there called SliceX. So we would, you know, we'd go and buy records, and we'd throw it in the SliceX, and we would just chop samples all day. That was what we loved to do. Were there any artists that uh, that you like to sample particularly? Like, are there any instruments that you like to sample? Yeah, I was really big on jazz music, anything with, like, a saxophone. Like, when I first started making beats, like, I think my first big track that I produced locally was Tay, you know, Tay Tarantino on his first mixtape. I produced, like, half the mixtape. Like, a lot of people don't know that, but I was making his beats, like, way back then. And there was a song called Heaven, and I feel like that kind of, that that solidified my Okay. So 
actually um, caught uh, Tay really briefly on um, on an Instagram live, and he was saying something effective, like just about everybody in Anchorage has has had beats uh, from Skate God at, at some point in their career. Oh, you were on that live. I was on that live. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> I I um I was really I was impressed. I, my introduction to you was on uh, I believe it was a Josh Boots mixtape. Um, yeah, like Elastic Grown, uh, yeah. like Pen- Penetration, I believe it was. But um, is a sec, yeah. um, yeah, that was the first time that I that I caught you, and there's a definitely a transition uh, going from that production to the production on uh, Skate EP. Now, I know you didn't do the production on Boy Meets World. Um, however, was the, did you produce the rest of the EP? Or the rest I produced, of the I, I produced three of the songs. Okay. Uh, the most notable one being AK Kids Get the Viz Part 2. Which is my favorite. Thank you. I way. appreciate that. Um, the, the, the drums on that are really, really cool. Like, it's, just, it's a fun record to listen to. It, your brother... Is it, oh, is it, that, that, that's probably that's probably verse of the year for my um, brother. <laughs> Darius killed that. Oh, live like that was that was a monster. Um, the the way he just kind of kind of owned it. Um, uh, oh yeah, man, I was watching the footage right when I passed him the mic and I pointed at him. The crowd like was like, "Where is?" I was going crazy for him. Um, I I hadn't uh, I wasn't for, I wasn't familiar with you as Skate EP uh, and and really had only become familiar with you uh, as a rapper uh, fairly recently. It was uh, one of the Skate God videos, um, but um, that was that like immediately became a fan uh, really really quickly. Um, who I are your in, who are your influences uh, locally uh, as far as production goes? I mean, I didn't really have local. I didn't have like local influences production wise. I didn't. Um, I didn't know a lot of producers back then that were local. There wasn't very many, except for I mean, I guess I'll shout out Alcoda. I mean, he was like the only one that I knew like that was making beats back then. That was like an OG, you know. So I mean, I could, a- I could I could shout out Robbie too, you know. I, I learned some shit from Robbie way back in the day when he was doing. Uh, when he had the out the cut out the cut studio over up of O'Malley, you know, we used to go over there way back in the day, and I used to like sell beats to Skizzo Sco, and I used to be like in there with Duckman and all them. Like that was way back in the day. Bro. So your your style of production was uh, was built by you, kind of defined by you, out of necessity. Um, it was it was influenced heavily by like Jay Dilla from Slum Village, like. And um, Ninth Wonder, you know, Ninth Wonder was the, he was the first person that, like, kind of got, using like, Fruity Loops. Yeah, famous off of Fruity Loops, you know, and, yeah. uh, and he influenced, like, me and my brother to want to use Fruity Loops, you know, he used to post videos and stuff on YouTube way back in the day, and, um, and after Ninth Wonder, you know, it was, um, it was uh, Lex Luger, who was, like, the next biggest on Fruity Loops way back then, but. Definitely, you know, definitely Ninth Wonder for sure. All my first records, I tried to, like, use drums that were kind of like Ninth and, you know, the little boom, the, the, the heavy snare and all that. Like, a notable track of mine would be, like, I produced this track called Keezy called Weekend. It's on SoundCloud. This was way back in the day. And if you heard that beat, you would think it was, like, a Ninth Wonder beat, probably. So about what year did you start uh, production? I started making beats in, like, 2008. 
about how long were you doing that before you started sharing your beats and, and showing people what you're doing? Uh, I started sharing right away. Like there was a, there was a website called Titans.com, and I really wish there was a website like this today for young There's not this website like was revolutionary. I have friends that I met on that website that didn't live in Alaska that I'm friends with today, and I still see like they'll come to LA and like meet up with me, like my homie JF or my homie JB. And um, it was a website where you could post your beats. And there was a whole community of people on there that were all producers too, and they would listen and comment and tell you what you could do better and what they liked or what they didn't like, and you would do that for everyone else. And it was it was just a, such a sick community, and like we don't have something like that anymore. You know, Typebeats.com was that was revolutionary, and I met some really good friends on there that you know I'm still friends with today. Um, do you have a, a favorite uh, production tool, either hardware or software, that you use? Yeah, my MIDI keyboard. Give me a 41 key MIDI keyboard, and that's all I need. You know, I'm chopping samples on the keyboard. I'm playing the drums on the keyboard. You know, I don't need that. Okay. Um, you have a, a, a really long and significant, uh, significant list of uh, collaborations uh, with other artists. Uh, do you have any uh, artists out there that you really enjoy working with? I really enjoy working with Darius. I really enjoy working with Pius of the Saint. He's in LA. He's um for those who aren't familiar with him, you know, he's a legend in LA. You know, he did a lot of production for Nipsey Hustle and he was Dom Kennedy's in house producer and um I met him my first time going to LA. I went with Keezy and Lamont, Lamont Hendrix and we went to True Studios. This was a studio in LA that's like legendary, like everyone went there, Mac Miller, everyone. We booked a session there just to like just to get the feeling, you know, we wanted to be in the mix. And when we were there, Polyester was a in-house, he was an in-house engineer there. And I remember we met him, and he, like, he came up to us, and he introduced himself. He was like, hey, my name's Polly. Like, we didn't know. We were like, hey, I know you from And uh, I ended up asking him, I was like, yo, so, like, I was like, how much do you sell beats for? Because at the time, I wanted to get a beat from him so I get the homie Keezy. And he was like, a rack. He wanted a rack for a beat. And I was like, I was like, well, I make beats too. I was like, what if I send you some shit? Maybe we can trade. And he, was, he gave me his email. And I sent him a few beats that night. We we're, were only in LA for three days. We drove down there from Seattle. And he hit me back the next morning. And he was like, bro, I need this. We are beautiful. He's like, I want to put this on the album. And he's like, come to the studio today with the checkouts. And I came. And man, that was like, that was, that was like, that was legendary. That was, that was probably my, that was the plug. And, you know, it comes full circle. He's on my project now on Payland. And that's probably the most popular track on Skateland, too. I mean, obviously, because his name's on it. But, yeah, that shows. I was like, man, that was such a good feeling. Um, you, uh, I'm sorry, is there any artist that you haven't worked with that, that you look forward to working uh, working with? And perhaps why? Man, I really, I really wanted to produce for Nipsey. If you go on my Twitter, back in 2016, my first year living in L.A., I tweeted, I was like, by the end of the year, I'm going to produce a track for Nipsey Hussle. Like, I thought for sure, like, you could find that tweet. I still have it. And uh, and he passed away, you know, a couple years later. I really wanted to produce for him. I feel like I had, like, beats that he would fuck with on top. And uh, other than that, I mean, I used to try to produce for Kendrick back in the day, like, the MySpace days. I remember I used to send the beats way back then. I had emails where when he was k I, I was like, I fucked with him tough, like, 
Maybe back then he was making like songs about Beyonce and shit on Beyonce and stuff. And I was sad that never happened. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. You know, I've, I've produced tracks for like the whole Jet Life, like Currency's whole crew, like Currency, Young Roddy, Trademark, fucking everyone on the click. Like Les has rapped on one of my beats. You know, Ellie Dollar Sign. Like those are my favorite people to produce for because I feel like our styles are so similar. I guess. Okay. I, I appreciate that. So, uh, in my opinion, 2019 has been a really, really good year for, for rap music. Probably one of the best years in a very long time. Would you agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. 2019 is definitely well better than 2018. 2018 was mad depressing for rap. <laughs> um, do you have a Do you have a, a top five records of 2019? Ooh, uh, damn, I got things. Uh, uh, right off the top, definitely Igor by Tyler the Creator. Okay. That was, that's probably like my favorite record of the year. Um, what Freddie about that Gibbs, record? Freddie Gibbs, Bandana, you know him and Madlib. With that, with Madlib, yeah. I was looking forward to that heavy because Pinata, man, when Pinata came out, I was saying that was album of the year. That was like that was I, I can't remember what year that was, but any Freddie Gibbs and Madlib, you know that's such a sick collab to me. That's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, Madlib works works well with with pretty much anyone. I mean, he, he's just he and he's always been uh, very functional. Like I don't know if you ever caught. I mean, by himself, he's a, he's a wizard. But uh, when he's when he's in with other Catholics, when he's in with Doom, it, he's he's. I don't know, man. We, oh, we man, go on. Incredible. That, that's that's yeah. why they used to have Jaylen. You know, Jaylen was the group who was going to go in Madlib back then. And, Champion man. Sound, yeah. Yeah, Champion Sound is the record. Yeah, and I I. I I get it completely. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, and that you said something up uh, after um, after the last one. I apologize. Um, I can't even remember what I said. All right. Um, I, I know. I, I really like Young Doug's album too this year. So much fun. That show's fire too. Okay. Um, skate guy, man. Uh, Skatey P. How do you how do you come up with the names? Uh, so Skatey Perry, the Skatey Perry beat tape, by the way. Yeah, um, that's when that's when I cool. that's when I first transitioned my name. Uh, was there a motivation for that? So I never put out an instrumental tape, and I really wanted to. Darius put out a few. Darius kind of Darius definitely like motivated me to because he was doing it, and I put that one out, and I really wanted it to be like super official. So I like I got all the beats like mastered by someone else, and um, shout out Dave Battle, and. Uh, Skatey Perry was just something I thought of. Like, I was just sitting at home one day, and I was just thinking what would be hella funny. And, like, I don't, I don't really listen to Katy Perry, but, like, you know, I respect what she does. And, I, you know, she used to be a baddie. Like, I thought she was bad back then. And, yeah. uh, and I, I seen the, her album cover in one of the boys, and I was like, damn, what if I just fucking, like, put me on her album cover and put it out as a B-tape? Like, people would probably think that's hella clowned. So I did it. I, I, I hit up the homie Emmanuel Everett, who is from Anchor. By the way, she's a super sick graphic designer. He's actually, I think he's cousins with Tay. And um, he's, he's done a few of Tay's works too. But um, he's done every one of my album covers. And, yeah, he's, I told him the idea, and he just knocked it out. And that's it. You know, that's it. And I had a, we had a release party for that beat tape in Seattle at the Crocodile. And we had that place packed out and just for a beat tape. And it was, it was, man, that was fun. I, I definitely wanted to add another beat tape. 
in 2020, probably like first, first quarter of 2020, I'm trying to do that. Are there any uh, current producers, any working producers that you're paying heavy attention to? I love Iman Omari. I love Like from Pactive. He's still one of my favorite producers. He actually put out, I don't think it was this year, I think it was last year, but it was uh, Songs Made One High. If you don't know about that record, just go and research it. Like, man, his beats and, like, his raps and everything are just so crazy. He's free to sleep And, um, who's, who's killing it right now? Monty Booker, Sango. Sango's from Seattle. This fits killer. And uh, Kate Renata, of course. Kate Renata, I feel like Kate Renata's kind of like, he's like the new school dealer, kind of. He um, he's I don't know. For me, uh, uh, the 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 Michael album is really really good. I, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of that. Um, uh, he's he's also a guy like Flying Lotus, who people just aren't seeming to either they know or they don't like in those. Uh, oh, Fly, I definitely know Flying Lotus. I I seen Fly Low at Coachella in 2013. I went. I sat through his whole set. He brought Thundercat out. Thundercat hit the guitar. Thundercat's the shit. Yeah, that shit was fire. And then Thundercat's album. What about his album? I think. Come on. What's it called? Drunk. Drunk. Like yeah, Drunk is one. Okay, so when I DJ, Drunk is one that I play. Um, yeah. Call me Pierre. Call me. He can. Oh. His his um oh my god his bass on the last Mac Miller record is is phenomenal. Um, yeah, he's Thund- phenomenal. Thundercat is is just he's brilliant and he's one of those artists that I like to introduce people to. Like if I'm yeah. I I love I love like when I throw something like that on or I'm not sure if you're familiar with Nems. He's uh yeah he's, yeah yeah. So his producer uh, Jazz Soon is a guy that I've been. This year has been the year that I've been, like, really tuned in. Like, I just became a fan of this guy's very, very quickly. Uh, and the, the the way that he chopped up um, samples that other people had used. Uh-huh. Like, for example, he, uh, uh, he did the same sh- uh, sample that uh, was used in the Biggie I Shotcha. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, uh, Jazz soon chopped it up for Who Gotcha. And it sort of created a wave that occurred this year, which is sort of like a fresh vintage where cats were, were chopping up these very well-known samples and either trapping them out, uh, very similar to the, the stuff that was put out on, on Crooked Eyes record, uh, the weeklies that, that came out this year. He had a whole whole series of collections of songs that, that he put out every week. But okay, they would I, need change. Get, I need to get after him. I'm not really familiar with his beat. Um, so, yeah, King Crooked um, on his the weeklies was, was very dope. But Jazz Soon is... is Fucking created a wave. Him and Static Selecta have been my, you know. Oh, Static like come on. All the all the records he does for Pro Air, they're um, all stupid. So the but this year the thing that's been, that's been crazy with Static. Uh, well, I mean, Static put out the album with Currency too. I think that was but I think that was this year. Currency Bun B, and then he just dropped one with Paul Wall. Bro, um, the one with Currency was stupid. He had he had that song with Wiz on there. It was Wiz and Currency, and it was a Static Selected. I don't remember what it was called, but that was crazy. Um, the the Bun B record was really cool. They recorded it over twelve hours and then just streamed it on title. Bun B's one of those artists that me and Darius have we've had we've had a lot of talks. He's he's literally rapped on every single kind of beat. Like Bun B's the most versatile artist I've, he's done features for everyone and like I feel like he was kind of a stepping stone for a lot of artists, like through the twenty ten era. Like yeah. when shit was like really popping in twenty ten. Every single up and coming artist that was like about to blow up had a Bun B feature on their mixtape. He was just, you know, he was doing shit for everybody, and, and no matter what kind of beat it was, too. 
you know, and, I, I could I could tell you like you know he's an OG, he's he's a genuine OG, you know. I think he he's also one of the first artists that really recognized what you could do with streaming, um, with that 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 streaming revenue because he's he's consistently putting out new music. And, um, my gosh. But if you if you go back 20 years, you can still find like features from him and with Texas artists that are never going to see the light of day. Um, oh yeah, he's always been just doing shit for people. Yeah, he's uh, there's not a lot of artists in in the United States that get the love that Bun B does, uh, and well deserved, by the way, absolutely yeah. well deserved. Um, hey man, come on, rest of you can see even. It's production. No, 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 yeah, no one sees him like Queen or Beat Wise, like motherfuckers aren't touching him. You know, those, legends die young. Those guitars, his 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 guitar work um, with with the the the, uh, with the the country rap was just crazy. He's so dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Harry Axel like, is probably one I of my favorite five, songs of all time. I used to slap country cousins all the time, but we'll talk about, you know, what's it? Oh, dude, Skatey P, thank you so much for your time, man. It's, it's been a blessing. Is there, um, if folks want to, if folks want to follow you, if folks are interested in hearing your music, where can they, where can they do it? Where are the best places for you? Besides, uh, well, Apple, I, Apple Music, uh, hit Skatey P on Apple Music or Spotify. Or if you're on SoundCloud, type in Skate God, S-K-H-G-O-D. You'll find a lot of my old shit on there. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to run with Skate EP for now. So you right. can just find everything there. It's pretty much everywhere on all the platforms. All right. I will, and I'll include a link uh, in uh, in the post. Fuck yeah, man. Thank, hey, right. thank you for taking the time to call me a nerd out about music. <laughs> all right, man. It's, I can, it's I can nerd out about hip-hop all day, man. I'm, I'm really a fan. Like, I'm... And I'm not, like, too cool to, you know, give props to, like, anyone. You know what I mean? Like, if I talk about what they do, you know, I'm showing love off top. Some people, and, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's some artists they are, like, too cool to, like, you know, show other artists love, be, like, big or small. And that shit's weird to me. I, I never really got that. I thought Merz addressed that really well on his uh, this last record, which, by the way, fucking was produced by Ninth Wonder. Uh, you know, the first, the first hip-hop show I ever went to in my life was Merz at Club Millennium. And uh, and I he actually signed a T-shirt for me, and I still have that T-shirt in, at my house in L.A. <laughs> Merge the shit. Yeah, like literally, like he's a stepping stone for a lot of up and coming artists too. Yeah, he again he talked about that. I'll send you a link. Um, I do a mix cast, so I like uh, every couple of weeks I, I put out um, I put out new music uh, mixtapes. Last one was actually hosted by uh, Fat Trophy Wife. Oh, um, crazy! Oh yeah, she, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have her on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I'll send you a, a link to that. But I have some of that on. I think I have some of that on there. Um, the the Mers and uh, Ninth Wonder. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. send me that for sure. Yeah, Mers and Ninth Wonder, man. The three sixteen Ninth Edition and the uh, oh, oh Murray's Revenge. Yeah, those records are crazy. Well, the the new one is. Um, uh, Murr's Ninth Wonder and the Soul Collection Iliad is dead. Mm. Uh, the, Ilias, the Iliad is dead and the Odyssey is over. I haven't even heard that yet. I got to slap that. Yeah, very, very dope. Um, also, while we're at it, Captain California, definitely a good album worth listening to. I'm definitely going to slap that on Calina because, I mean, that's where it's made. So. All right, have a great day. Thank you so much for your time. Um, and, and let us know when you have uh, stuff coming out, man. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. We'll stay in the loop. I'm glad y'all hit me up. I didn't, you know, I didn't even know about the podcast. And I'm starting to like any anything going down in Alaska. You from me? Like, we need more. If the culture is going to be pushed forward, we need more bloggers. We need more. You know, we need more people doing press. You know, we need like blog, podcasts, blogs, whatever it is. Like every other city I've lived in, there's local blogs that put on for the city, super tough locally, and I don't really see that. Yet. So we need, you know, we need people doing this. Yet. And that's, or like it, it, are really in the loop too, and like know what's going on. I, I agree. I, it's, it's an easy place to get into. So if you're at home listening to this and you're like, uh, "Hey, you know, like, how do I get into shit for free?" Um, this is how you get into shit for free. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you want to get into a, a dope show, fucking blog about it, write about it, um, and then that is that is your ticket in to to fucking to get it in, to get it done, and do the shit and you want to do. That's how it's always been. You know, yeah. Those, you, those people always got the press passes. <laughs> you you got to put in the work, man. Um, yeah. You know, and the same thing. You know, being an artist, you have to be. You have. It's not just talent. You got to work, 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 man. And and I appreciate you putting in the work. And that's a very cool thing about being an artist is that we get to listen to it and and it's displayed for all of us, man. So so thank you for doing that, man. Oh yeah, no, thank you. And also, I want to say, uh, 2019 has been a really good year for hip hop for Anchorage too. Seeing everyone move. I mean, Darius, Frozen Founders, Keezy, Joss and them, um, Bishop Slice, all, everyone like Tay, like everyone. I feel like everyone's dropped videos this year, and everyone's also dropped like projects. It's it's like I it's I feel like it's been the most. 2019 has had the most local music releases in a long time. I think 2020 is going to be even better. Um, you know, you see artists like uh, artists who've been around for a while, guys like Alaska Red, who are dropping like freestyles every Friday, and starting on January 1st, they're going to be releasing a song every Monday. Like it's Alaska Red people, is another legend. Yeah. Just, just, by the way, I, cool note for myself: I sponsored his last tour. Oh, sick! Yeah, fuck it. Uh, uh, oh, people Duck know him down in the states. Yeah, he's he's done he's done a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, let me know, you know, when you come back. We'll book shows down here, man. I'm very excited to bring you down to the peninsula. Oh, dude, I'm excited. Too. I definitely want to come back. After, after the 49th supply anniversary party, like, that let me know. That was kind of like, that show was kind of like letting me know whether or not I want to, like, keep rapping or not. Because, you know, rapping is just something I do for fun. It's not something I, like, take that serious. Like, it was me transitioning from rapper from from a producer to a rapper was just me testing the waters, like me just like putting a you know a toe in the water, like just trying to see like what what would happen if I rapped. You know that's that it's yeah. really just, it was really just an experiment. And after Saturday night, I feel like I have to like you know I have to keep it going. So. I, I hope you do, man. And your brother is a fucking phenomenal artist and a hell of a performer. And and I count myself as lucky to ha- uh, having done that. Like yeah, uh, did you listen to our new song that we just put out called Northern Sounds? We dropped it. No, we didn't really do we didn't do that much press about it, but it's on all platforms. I guess I guess this is a good time to shout it out. It's called Northern Sound. It was the very last song we performed at the show, and man, that shit, that's my favorite record right now. <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Well, we'll we'll put the link in the uh, in the description as well, man. Um, Katie P, brother, thank you so much for your time, man. Yeah, there, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is this has been a fun talk. All right, have a great day, bro. All right, you too. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.
As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning, A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators License 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska 99611.